his left, Jess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. What is going on, everyone? Happy Monday, July 25th. How about that? Uh, Good to be back with you guys. All-Star Week last week. Caught in the sauce, but got to see a lot of the good people of the Wake and Jake community. Got a lot of love out there in L.A. Uh, We'll talk. I I mean, it's kind of in the past now, but man... Uh, All-Star game, a lot of fun. Home run derby, uh, a ton of fun. Juan Soto, a big name. Winner of the home run derby and a big name for the next week of baseball at least. And then it's kind of really funny if he doesn't get traded. We're kind of not going to talk about Juan Soto for three months. And then Mm. we'll talk about Juan Soto a ton again. Just weird how sports can work like that. It's the, uh, you know... Could be sandwiched by the times he's the most talked about ever. Ain't that it? Ain't that it? It's uh, there could uh, be some MVP stuff if he picks up in the second half, like last year. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's just uh, our our eyes will be on the postseason, and a lot of teams' eyes are on the postseason. Soto's twenty three. Uh, I want to talk to you guys. Trade deadline is. Eight days away, I believe, if I'm doing my math right. August 2nd. I was going through the teams before. It looks like there's going to be about eight to ten sellers, which I I think... More than we would have thought a month ago? I think is a decent enough crop for the the true contenders to do what they want to do. And then then there's the middle areas. Let's just get it started with the big boys as the chat starts to go. A lot of good people in there. Uh, let's do Juan Soto. Childish Bambino. Pretty good nickname. Doesn't actually get <laughs> used. Not really a nickname, but, I mean, for what we're doing. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of nicknames aren't really, because we don't use them. It's not a nickname. It's a, it's a cool name. What's Childish Gambino up to? He's still making tunes? Acting? Uh, Atlanta? Is that show over? I don't know. I watched the first like four episodes of that show and I liked it. Just just fell off. Something else. BBD. It's like in college. Picked up some other show, I think. You'll find life gets in the way. Um, Juan Soto, I keep flip-flopping on this. I was just watching my guy, Jeff Passan, talk about it a little bit. Pretty respected in, in the sports world. I'm currently, I flip-flopped again to Soto will be traded. I think there's enough suitors. And the way people keep phrasing it, that that you get Juan Soto for three playoff runs instead of two, that really feels impactful. I I was kind of on the stance, and I'm normally on the stance, if someone like Juan Soto is getting traded, I, I don't think it changes your trade package that much. But also... It, it does. It, it does. Uh, if you're the Yankees, Dodgers, Padres, a lot of people aren't on them. The St. Louis Cardinals, they seem to be one of the other leaders in the clubhouse. That Juan Soto, A, if you believe in experiences, which you should, um, his one World Series he played in, he hit 333, a 438 on base, a 1.178 OPS. Career in the playoffs, 17 games, a 927 OPS. Uh, the last two seasons, he led the league in on base percentage. Um, he's got a career, 292, 426, 965 OPS. As a 23-year-old, uh, it's insane. It's literally one of the best trajectories we've seen a young hitter have in their career. He leads the league in walks this year by a mile. Hasn't exactly had the lineup protection, and it's it's still so funny. I mean, uh, baseball, 
the players and the analytics people will never agree on this one, which is amazing, but uh, baseball protection does matter, and I think it shows up in Juan Soto's walks. He may still lead the league in walks, but I guarantee you if he was hitting in front of Judge and Stanton, those walks would go down a little bit. Or maybe I should say Judge and Matt Carpenter. My goodness. Um, or And the Nats, even coming into this year, they weren't expecting to be competitive, but they they got Nelson Cruz, I, I think, specifically to protect Soto in those situations, and, and it hasn't really worked out. But Josh Bell He's been has. Good. He's had a great year. He's been but, good. Uh, but no, it's no, just... There's, there's no reason to pitch to him. Where the analytics probably would kick in and work is, I mean, you know, if, if he was in a lineup with Mookie Betts or Freddie Freeman... Uh, or some of those cats, and they're on base or batting behind you, that changes the way you can't take as many walks. At some point, they have to pitch to you. I think Juan Soto is going to be traded. Um, And I think where this gets really interesting, if you're the Washington Nationals, they pulled off a big trade a year ago, Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. Uh, They got Josiah Gray and... uh, Kilbert Ruiz, saying Key-bear. that? Key-bear. Yeah. Working on it. Key-bear Ruiz. Uh, you know, a legit pitching, legit catching prospect. At, uh, at the time, and to say what you will about prospect rankings, but but at the time, they were the Dodgers one and two prospects. Right, and like top, for top, what that's worth. top 50 guys for, yeah. for a guy putting together his first full rookie season. Ruiz has been solid. Um, and I think Gray... Let me see where his numbers are at right now. Either way, he's showing the prospects, a 24, 24 year old pitcher. 17 Show, showing starts. enough to believe in him, I think, but it's a mixed bag game by game result wise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, more he's strikeouts. Very interesting. More strikeouts than innings pitch. <laughs> this is where things turn. Went to Lemoyne. How about that? I didn't know that. Up by Syracuse. Rose rotation episode with him was pretty good. Add. I think Juan Soto will be traded. For me, there's two sides to this equation. The one that's probably not being talked about enough, and one of my people inside of baseball, little Tim Kirkchen, shout out. One of my people inside of baseball said, this is going to become more of a salary dump than a Juan Soto trade, which... I don't know if I fully agree with that. I think the Corbin part of this makes a ton of sense. Patrick Corbin has a couple years left. It's not looking like the contract is good. A lot of these potential teams that would be in the mix have pitching gurus of sorts. The Yankees and Matt Blake uh, have been great the past couple years. The Dodgers have been a pitching factory. Look what Tyler Anderson has become this year. I'm pretty sure they could tap into Patrick Corbin a little bit, even if it's a long relief guy, a la David Price. The uh, slider, I think, still registers as a good pitch. So if, you, if you're a team acquiring him and you want to put him in the bullpen in a one- or two-inning role and just have him spam that thing. I mean, man, he's he's been awful. Last year, he led the league in runs given up. The year before that, he led the league in hits given up. Um, last year he also led the league in home runs given up. This year he leads the league in hits and earned runs given up. Patrick Corbin has been pretty tough, um, and he's got... They got that first year. He's got two more years left after this. Trevor was bringing up on Talking Baseball, and this ties into that aspect, that uh, the more and more I've heard is that you know the Nationals are looking to sell their team and if they can get rid of Corbin, never mind Strasburg, I don't think that's happening. But if they can, that adds to literally the team's value. So that's where we'll see. I, I mean, I had someone tell me that the Nats are genuinely trying to attach Corbin and Strasburg to Soto, which if they do that, it would essentially become a pure salary dump. Like, Major League Baseball would probably have... They would probably have the other team throw in a prospect to make it look like there's something there, but um, I don't know. You still have to give something. I will say this. uh, The person I talked to in baseball, I think they came from a little bit of 
I don't want to say an alarmist side of things. Uh, I think they were more in a smaller market mindset, and that's why they wouldn't be in the Soto sweepstakes. I don't know. Uh, we're going to find out. I don't think you could get Strasburg involved in this. He's got one of those weird Nationals He's- contracts that's $80 million is deferred. So after he's done playing baseball, which we'll see when that happens. He tried to come back this year. It didn't look good. He's got $35 million on the books for the next four years um, with, Ugh. I think, 80 deferred after that. So that's, get- you hear it in BBD's groans. It's not what baseball should be. I, I understand a salary dump. Patrick Corbin being in the Juan Soto trade almost makes it make sense. It it's, makes sense. You're like, okay, so they're getting, they're clearing some money. Juan Soto's money comes off their books. You get four prospects. The full rebuild is on in Washington. The acquiring team. There's reason to believe you can fix Corbin. If you, if not, he's if, gone in two years. If it's the priority to get Juan Soto, you do it. And that's the other thing. So I think the Washington team sale is a factor. Uh, you know. Probably more than we truly understand and want to understand as sports fans. Uh, interested to see what level the salary dump comes in. In my head, Strasburg can't be a part of this. It's just too much. And if, if they could get him, I understand that salary dump more than the Corbin one from the Nats perspective. And but. the problem would be, and you know, maybe maybe my Yankees would be a part of this equation, but they've proven they kind of wouldn't be. If it's Soto in Strasburg to the Dodgers, then we've essentially created an unlevel playing field. And I think the person I talked to in baseball already kind of feels that way. Because, man, if they can get a talent like Juan Soto, one of the best young hitters we've ever seen, just taking on money, basically, and almost putting that in their TV contract. Like, oh, just lost 35 mil a year from our TV contract. But maybe more people watch. Maybe they sell more tickets. Like, they sell a couple Soto jerseys, I'd bet. Seeing some of those Dodger fans in L.A., I bet you they'd like Juan Soto. Then it would be unfair. So, for now, I'm going to rule out Strasburg, and it's, it's Soto and Corbin, which I think brings a lot of teams into it. If two years you have to deal with trying to fix Corbin or dealing with the cost, I think the Yankees would be in play. I think your Padres are in play. Potentially the Cardinals. I think that's a little scarier for them. I do think, yeah, the Corbin contract is is edible for for a team, but it's doable. And I, I, I was I was laughing. I know Foolish Bailey put it out there. Like they have Mike Maddox in in St. Louis, who's you know it's kind of One a of joke. His massage shoulder <laughs> massages, but um, you know yeah. they're a really well run franchise. What could they tap into? Trust them. I I can't help but feel it. Like, if the Corbin being attached, if that impacts the prospect return in any major way, I kind of do feel like that's a mistake for the Nats. Like, his contract, there's not so much on it that they can't eat that, and they need to fully get prospects in there, as many good ones as you can. And they need someone to eat innings the next two years because they're fully tanking. So that's where... I think I don't think Corbin affects the trade package. I almost think of it as a necessity to get the trade done. Because if it doesn't affect the prospect return, fine. Because Juan Soto, you know, a lot of people like the baseball trade values. I've stumbled onto that website recently. Uh, it's a certain level of hell for myself. Um, and Juan Soto on that website, which take it. Take it for what it's what it's worth. Um, he's very valuable. Um, to get a trade package for Juan Soto, I mean, is almost near near impossible. If you add Patrick Corbin, you get into a much easier range. If you had Steven Strasburg, it, it ends up looking like a salary dump. So. Here's what I think is going to happen. I, I think the Nationals, I think they've said this from the start, you know, it's it's Soto and Corbin because 
the prospect package and the value of Juan Soto, adding Corbin to the deal almost makes it make sense. Then, like, what fits the rest of the equation is, like, three or four prospects. Or I believe that's what it should take. And I think that opens it up to kind of the four main teams. We'll see if there's any wild cards. I'm sure we're going to be getting some John Heyman mystery teams. Hmm. Are the Blue Jays... The Houston Astros? Why wouldn't you be interested in Juan Soto? There's basically no team that shouldn't be involved. If Every three team. three years left on him. I think most teams are convincing themselves within the next three years they're competitive. Every team should be interested in Juan Soto. And uh, I think the other thing that I keep getting tripped up on and is, it has made me fully flip-flop is if you're a general manager, you're a GM of a baseball team, what did it take you to get there? You know, there's there's some older guys, there's some younger guys. We we've seen the revolution of young smart guys getting their opportunity, you know, those early 30s, 40s guys that, you know, climb climb the ranks and you know, potentially too smart for their own good, potentially the right amount of smart. If you're someone like Andrew Friedman and the Dodgers, it's going to be tough to argue with that guy. Um for what, what they've put together out there and, you know, some of their financial advantages. Or are you Brian Cashman, who's, you know, he's been GM of the Yankees for BBD's life? Uh, he's 98 was his first year. First, I was born in like, 97. Whole year? He's been so. with the Yankees as a higher up literally my whole life. Right. I mean, close to, close to my whole life. Uh, that here's my thing. You get in that position. You've worked so hard your whole life. Are you really going to let three prospects, three potentially special prospects, get in the way of you getting Juan Soto? For at least three years? The owners are giving you the thumbs up. I think that's the other thing that's getting overlooked at this. You know, I I always talk about this come free agency. You know, we... Free agency hits, and we say the Yankees should sign Bryce Harper. Um, the Padres should sh- sign Machado. They did. Um, White Sox. Guess what? Every GM wants to make that move. The guy who doesn't is the owner. You know, uh, Brian Cashman probably would have been fine to add Bryce Harper to the Yankees outfield. Have him play a little left field? would be a good fit right now, huh? We'll mix in some DH days. Sure. Keep them fresh. Guess what? I mean, it it's the owner that makes the final decision because Juan Soto, as special of a ball player he is, and we're talking about Patrick Corbin making real money. You know, the, the team that's currently making this trade, uh, you know, Soto makes 17 mil this year. He's going to make 25 mil next year, something like that. Gonna break some records, like if you if you don't extend them now on the owners P and L. If Soto and Corbin are coming in, you're currently talking about fifty million. Now the money equation of baseball. Let's be honest, none of us were fully understand because we're not owners. But I do know Nolan Arenado. The Rockies paid the Cardinals to take Nolan Arenado, so money is a is a factor in this. And that's where we're kind of landing at these big market teams. Now, finally, the prospects, the part baseball people are the most excited about. I know on baseball, uh, baseball today, that's the other show, Talking Baseball. Check out both of them. Check them out. Uh, The most MLB-ready prospects come from the St. Louis Cardinals. If that is truly what the Nationals care about, which, think about everything else we just talked about, I don't think they do. I think you just tell that to your fan base to keep them engaged. Because otherwise, the rest of it almost doesn't make sense. But if that was true, uh, I believe it would be the St. Louis Cardinals that have the leg up. We've talked about some of their prospects a lot this year. Uh, people say Dylan Carlson would be available uh, via <clears throat> trade. He's, he's, not, he's 23 years old. And he's, he's got some time in the show. Super talented. It hasn't felt like he's fully clicked yet. They called up Nolan Gorman this year. I don't know Cardinals baseball well enough to know if he's on the table or not. But guess what? It's Juan Soto. I, I think 
if he, he needed, be, you should be all right with it. If he needed to be on the table, I think you figured that out. Uh, Brendan Donovan, another rookie that's gotten the call this year, and all he's done is hit. Um, they've got a couple more young guys that they've given the call to this year. Andre Palante is young and he's pitched well. Um, Juan Yepes, he's on the IL rookie who's hit this year. Um, who's the uh, what Liberator? Uh, he was the pitcher mm. they got from the Rays. Hmm. Uh, like, they have the most... If they were truly looking for a package of three young major league guys ready to go that could be on the roster tomorrow, I think the Cardinals would be your best bet. I think pure talent package-wise is the San Diego Padres. A lot of people talking about them. Um, you know, C.J. Abrams is a top 10, 15 prospect. He made an appearance in the show this year. He would have to be in that deal. Uh, they have a couple other top 50 guys who should be in the show this year or next year, potentially. Uh, and then, I again, I, I don't know. How, how much does Trent Grisham affect either side at this point? He's kind of had a weird year. Um, they have the pitching. They can throw in Mackenzie Gore, former top prospect who dropped off. Then he pitched this year, and he's been really good. Uh, like, they can probably give you the most talent and what also spins my head about the Padres, this is supposed to be their year. This was the this was Clevenger's year. Um, they got Snell, um, Manaya, Musgrove is a free agent. This is kind of their year. So St. Louis Cardinals, really well run franchise, um, have recently paid their stars Goldschmidt, Arenado. Goldschmidt's money comes off as. Um, as Soto's extension would need to be signed if St. Louis did very much care about that, which I think they would. Um, I, I think the Yankees or Dodgers would a little less if they had to lose Soto. The Dodgers traded last year. They lost Max Scherzer, and I don't think it, it felt like it hampered what they were doing too, too much. I do think the Cardinals would want to pass the torch to kind of Soto and Arenado for the next few years. The Padres are in their window. The Padres don't have a lot of windows, and they have the farm talent to make that one final sell and push. You could see that happening. The Los Angeles Dodgers. They have a history of doing this. 2017, Yu Darvish. 2018, Manny Machado. 2021, Scherzer and Trey Turner. By the way, that Mookie Betts trade is in there. It's just not a deadline deal where they ate David Price's money to just have him be a guy around the team and get involved when they need him, basically. The Dodgers are a monster factor in this. My Yankees, also a factor. Um, would they eat the Corbin money? They definitely can. They haven't really shown that that's how they approach business. Matt Blake feels like a factor in this equation. He has been so, so good that if you gave him a little time with Patrick Corbin slider and maybe figure out something with the fastball, that if, worst case, Patrick Corbin ate a couple long innings in the bullpen and maybe gave you a spot start here, could the Yankees stomach that? They have money coming off the books. I think Britton and Chapman alone next year is like $30 million, which is crazy. Two guys the Yankees aren't using this year. When they use them, it's in a negative light. <laughs> it's so, not the way... Sorry, Chappie. Not the way bullpens are constructed anymore. And the Yankees, sometimes us Yankee fans get a little too excited uh, about our prospects. The Yankees have very real prospects this year. Uh, they have two legitimate shortstop prospects. Uh, the Martian, Jason Dominguez, Jason. Um, they have a couple quick rising pitchers. Excuse me. Ken Waldachuk. Uh, uh, Clark Schmidt was a former top 100 prospect. He, in some recent... This year, he's looked generally good. He kind of had some graduated. health stuff. The Yankees could put together the real package, especially if there's a Patrick Corbin side to this. Um and man, so I said it before, I probably didn't phrase it right as I went through these teams. The feather in your cap of being the GM that pulled in Juan Soto. Even if 
Jason Dominguez and Oswald Peraza go on to be, you know, close to perennial all-stars. Their so, best case scenarios. Best, best case. Best, best case, which never happens, by the way. So even doing that is rude. Juan Soto's going to be a Hall of Famer. Like, barring something I don't even want to mention on this show. Juan Soto's going to be a Hall of Famer. You don't hit like he does as young as he is and not go on to have a Hall of Fame career. So to have that feather in your cap to be able to do this, I I don't... A GM, I think a GM is going to pull the trigger. And maybe it's past what we've talked about. Maybe it's not the three prospects in Corbin. Maybe it is the massive salary dump. And Strasburg gets involved, and it becomes kind of baseball chaos. That's the source I talked to in baseball said that basically Rob Manfred would have to make it kind of like an MLB-altering decision, almost a la like Chris Paul in the hmm. NBA to the Lakers. Going to... I have to do that if Juan Soto is getting pure salary dumped, you have to like you have to stop that. You have to stop that. And then the three playoff run thing that we're yep. talking about. It's easy for us to say, all right, yeah. So it seems in our head like Corbin Soto, and then you get three good prospects. They clear their books. They get three legit prospects. That seems to be how this works. Does three turn to four prospects? Does four turn to five? If you are the Yankees or the Dodgers and you know you're going to be there, that's where I think those two teams have the true leg up on St. Louis and the Padres. St. Louis and the Padres aren't guaranteed to be in the playoffs this year. I think those two teams are currently fighting for your last wild card spot in the National League. I think any of those teams toss the Giants in there, too. There's been weird reports about their involvement, but getting Juan Soto certainly makes you more competitive for this year's playoff run. You get the two more, which right. I think is what you're getting into. If the, if the Giants turn Soto into Bonds, wow, Giants have lost four in a row. It's tough. Um, the Mets, the Mets fans are probably mad. They haven't heard that by now. I think if you're the Nats, you just can't do that. I do think there is something... So hard to imagine. There's just something true to being in division in sports, um, and I, I just I just don't think... I They're, don't think they would do that. Like, yeah, Bryce Harper ended up on the... There's a difference between a guy signing within your division and and you trading them to there. But then again, at the same time, we're in rare... Best package is the best package. We're in rare waters. Uh, if there's one owner that would eat Corbin in Strasburg, it, it's supposed to be That's Stevie true. Cohen. And that's to get Juan Soto and, and to not be the old Mets, who, by the way, they, they kind of keep winning, and they have a couple top prospects, Alvarez, Beatty, Mauricio. So mm. that's where I keep landing. My, my heart, I don't know. My heart has kind of been telling me no, like they're not going to be able to do this. You know, we we originally stumbled into this, like, Less than two weeks to go to the deadline, basically. I just didn't think it was going to happen. If you're a GM and you have the chance to add Juan Soto for three playoff runs, you've got owners signing off on it. And you're the Nats trying to clear the books. Like, I really think it's got a shot to happen. And I, I hope if my Yanks have the option to pull that trigger, I hope they do. And I know Dodgers, Padres, Mets, Giants, uh, like there's probably it, Blue Jays fans talking Jays right now. The Strohs, uh, I'm sure, yeah, Angels fans maybe trade for Shohei. Um, that I I really do think there's a chance this goes down, um, which would be altering base. Career-altering, yeah. season-altering, the next three season-altering. Juan Soto's that good. I'm with you. I've been going back and forth on is it more likely to happen now or in the offseason. It's getting lost on some people. We did this part of the conversation on Talking Yanks, which also happened on the Yes Network. So many ads. Um, like it, Even if you don't do the next big contract in three years or don't extend him before he hits free agency. 
it's still worth it. It's Swan Soto, ages 23 to 25, the cheapest he could possibly be the rest of his career. It's You get three playoff runs. The difference between doing it now and then, I think you still probably doesn't change the package, but if you do it now, no team should have any hesitancy now to give up whatever. If you're getting three playoff runs potentially, playoff pushes in some cases more than guaranteed runs. In the offseason, I think you'd still have to do it if you have the chance, but you can have a little more hesitancy to, if you just got the two. You still you still do it, but understandably more hesitancy. Right now, if you pull it off, there's no world where you should be upset if you're the team acquiring and Soto. I mean, a lot of the times where prospects have come back and burnt teams. It's not this kind of deal. It's usually it's usually you sent one guy and then there were kind of two flyer prospects that paid off. Like no, I know they turned into a real player for him. Jordan Alvarez um was a part of the Dodgers. Um you know, I, I'm i going through some of the trades right now, and there's, you know, I, like Kenny Lofton was a, a guy in a trade for Ed Taubensey, former catching legend. Yeah, uh, that's not in my book. Kenny Lofton is. Michael Young was, was part of a trade for Esteban Loiza, uh, Loiza. Ended up a little different. Um, it's not... You know, the rental of Bartolo Colon that got Grady Sizemore, Cliff Lee, Brandon Phillips. Hey, Bartolo Colon, really good pitcher. Good player. But still, uh, you look at that prospect package and how things panned out, yeah. But, man, it's not Juan Soto for three years. Three years. It's almost Juan Soto. How about this? People like war in baseball, right? Juan Soto... The past couple years has gotten, where is it? Let's see. He was seven war, shortened season, two and a half, five. Let's call him six war. Let's call him six war per year. He's he's basically in his prime. 23, 24, 25. And then there's a half point there. We'll call that three. Let's call it 15 war for Juan Soto the next three years. My guy Trevor Plouffe, career 7.3 war. It's nice. Um, that's the lifetime of his career. Uh, former first-round pick. Let's see, who's another? It's like Brandon Phillips. I just mentioned him in a trade. Um, there, There's no equation. I was just trying to make it up on the spot, and it's why this is so fun. Um I think Juan Soto will be traded. I don't know where. Last note on... If you're worried about that next contract or you think to pull, for it to be worth it, you got to sign... You get two and a half years to be the only team talking to him if, you, if you're worried about an extension. And if you don't extend him and he, if he wants to hit free agency and be wined and dined a little bit, hey, show him a good time these next two and a half years and... Just might earn the right to be like, hey, come back to us with any offer you get. You know, you liked it here. We'll match whatever. Go get the offer. Like, you, you get options. It's a future problem that you you deal with when you get there. It's so far and, away in baseball time. And maybe you can match. Uh, maybe you can't. And maybe those, maybe those three prospects become nothing. Remember when the Mets got killed for the Edwin Diaz trade? They gave up Kelnick, the next Mike Trout. And absorbed salary. Kelnick hasn't been able to stay in the majors. No, he's... Edwin it Diaz, hasn't happened yet. Young. Edwin did, And maybe it was. Yeah, and Maybe it very much will. He's, he's just turned 23. Edwin Diaz has been massive for the Mets. A massive part of their success story. So, let's... Uh, Let's be careful with that. Let's be careful with that.
Not saying not saying the Kelnick story is done, and hey, maybe he comes to center fielder or, well, that Julio guy might be there. Maybe he comes the corner outfielder that racks up four war a year and still makes that trade look bad. But right now, it doesn't hurt as bad as it used to, right? And that's kind of the whole thing with prospects. Only so many of them turn into what we think they do. It's not like the, the top 100 prospects every year come in and cycle out the bottom 100 players. Hmm. No. There's nothing close to that. The, the number of times teams have been burned by a prospect they gave up is far outnumbered by the times that it really hasn't mattered. One of, like Literally, one of my favorite activities to do with my dad is go look at the top like 10 prospects in baseball list or like the Yankees' top 10 prospect list from seven years ago. It's like, oh. Those didn't happen. It's it's rarely good. We didn't give up Andujar for Garrett Cole. We didn't give up Clint Frazier. Was that also Garrett Cole? I think it was. I think they wanted Andujar and Frazier. Too much to ask. I I think there's. I think Clint Frazier in a lot of trades. I think Andujar in a lot of trades. I you know. Prospects lose their value pretty easily. Um, It's it's on the team to know which guys you truly believe in. And that's where the baseball side, I said the St. Louis Cardinals have the advantage because they have those young guys ready to go. Um, Speaking of young guys ready to go, the Hudson Valley Renegades, it might be your last chance to see a Jason Dominguez. Or maybe it's not. And maybe he's there. And if he is, man, you're going to want to see this guy. He is a freak. Like, there's no argument about that. Uh, The guy is an absolute freak show. They have a homestand. Uh, the 26th tomorrow uh, through the 31st against the Brooklyn Cyclones. Your future Subway Series. That's right. The Ooh. Cyclones are the uh, the Mets uh, high A team. For tickets, call them. 845-838-0094. Visit hvrenegades.com. And they're still doing their BOGO lower box tickets. You want good seats to see these studs? Use code JOMBOY. Buy one, get one, lower box tickets for the rest of the season. Check them out. IG or Twitter, HV Renegades. Uh, they've been super awesome to us. And with code JOMBOY, the buy one, get one, lower box tickets for the rest of the season at HVRenegades.com. Go check them out. It's a beautiful stadium. It's a good time. Um, I'm hoping we sneak up there before the end of the year. Had a good time there. Fireworks Friday through Sunday, boogity, boogity, boogity. I'll do Otani quick, supposedly. They're taking calls on Otani. I just, I think that's impossible. I think that's impossible. We talk about money. We haven't seen the Angels' books, but I bet Otani, the Otani factor is pretty big for them. And it would essentially be because it's one and a half years of Otani, hmm. so you do some math there. That's basically three seasons of a player. It would be a bigger haul than. It would be a bigger haul than Soto, especially with his salary where it's at. With his salary where it's at, and I guess maybe that's the thing I haven't unlocked yet. I know Rendon is currently considered an awful contract. Um, I wonder if they could get off of that, and then you get Otani. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> going there. I'm not going there. You can't trust the Angels as a franchise. And they sh- they're they not going to trade Otani. Because think about what I just said about Juan Soto. You're getting the thumbs up. We're going to bring in Juan Soto. We're going to sell jerseys. We got a chance to three win, title, win three titles. Thumbs up, thumbs up. I love it. We get a star of the game. Artie Moreno is not signing off on trading Juan Soto. Otani. Otani. You're not trading Otani. You don't have that permission. Taking calls, I'm sure. You listen to everything. Is Artie That's Moreno the still the owner? Did I just have that on the spot? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, no. So I, I wouldn't even dream. I wouldn't dream of it. I did this weekend... Talking to some people. I was at a wedding. Talking to some people who like baseball. Talking about like Otani when he hits free agency. Number he's gonna get because you're getting two dudes. If you pay him fifty mil a year, that's that's like fair. I mean, it's fair anyway. But like, that's like not out of market. He's two players. 
He's technically he, two. He's two All Star players. He's like two top ten players. Yeah. Um, I I'm just not going to fathom it. If, numbers on both sides since April. If it happens, I will let it rock my world. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I think. I think they try to figure it out next year, and if the Angels are the Angels again, which they will be, I think at the deadline. Because you want to talk, again, it's two players, so you're getting a, you're instead of a rental, you're getting a full season of two of the best players. Kind of. You can, it's you can confusing. It's confusing. I'm. That's why I'm not talking about it. Um, and then Luis Castillo. Luis Castillo should be traded. No one's talking about Montes at all. It's weirding me out. He's been hurt. Right? Yeah, he, he came back he and he back. was pumping it. Um, and, like, Oakland is definitely selling. So I, uh, that one's been weird to me. What, what else will Oakland be willing to sell? Frankie Montes this season? Think about what we've heard. We've heard, like, oh, he's been hurt. I don't know. 18 starts, a 3-1-6 ERA. More strikeouts than innings pitched. This guy will be getting traded. Um, it's just what will... I guess it's just the reason we aren't hearing... Like Castillo's going to happen first, and the team that misses him will take my... Just, he's Maybe a clear tier above, I, I think. The, the Reds... Same amount of time left. The Reds are a really weird franchise. I, <coughs> like, you kind of can't bank on them for anything necessarily. So, I, I'm not sure why there's not more Montes talk. Um, and we'll see if any of Oakland's other pieces get involved, a Murphy or Loriano. I, I don't think they necessarily need to be. Um, they also have other pitching, like Paul Blackburn. I, I heard someone say the other day that, like, he doesn't – he might be – no. I, it says he still has a ton of service time. They always have some extra pitching in Oakland. I think it's a little bit the field. Um, and I, their organization has groomed some good pitching. So uh, – I, I think that was the other thing I wanted to just go through really quick before we do have talking baseball later today. We'll go back through the standings and see how everyone's doing. Teams that are selling. The Oakland Athletics. The Angels. I'll even skip the Rangers for now. I'll do them as a half point because they're trying to build towards something else in theory, but... They're going to be selling. Royals are selling. The Tigers are selling. You can put them in the same boat as the Mariners. You know what? I just, or not the Mariners, the Rangers. I'm putting them both in. We're up to five. They're selling pieces. Maybe not premier year and a half guys because they still have hopes for next year, but they're selling. I'm going to skip the AL East for now because that's a long conversation. The Nationals are selling. We've talked about that. Pirates, Cubs, Reds. Yes, yes, yes. We're up to nine. Diamondbacks, Rockies. That gets you to 11. And that's excluding the Marlins. I don't know what they're about. They just called up another top prospect. I think they're trying to brood something. Do I think they could sell some of the side, the maybe a reliever and stuff? Yes, but they're, like, not true sellers, so I won't even factor them in. The Red Sox just put up one of the worst weeks in baseball history. They're another team that operates a little differently. I, I know the word on the street is going to be sell, sell, sell. It would take some serious balls from Heim to do it. Like a J.D. Martinez and Nate Dogavaldi are... T- in the last years of their contract. I know there's teams that are looking for DHs. J.D. Martinez is, has proved to be awesome at that. Nate Valdi has been a, a playoff rock. He's been a regular season rock. People thought that contract was going to be a disaster. It's ended up being really good for Boston. Will they sell? I don't know. They have a half-game lead on the Orioles. They're at 500. Um, they're one and nine in their last ten. Jimmy posted another montage. It's it's some of the worst defensive baseball you've seen. They've got guys playing out of position. I don't know. Uh, give Heim some time. 
he's got to he's got to have kind of a like full trust. He they can bottom out this year and I guess that's where that's I if you're it would be tough for me as a Boston Red Sox fan. Our team went to the CS. We've had a, a hot and cold run this year. The hot did line up with playing easier teams. It doesn't feel World Series-y. It doesn't even really feel playoffs-y. That it's a smart Boston sports fan base. I think they'd come to grips with it a little bit, especially with how bad it's been. That I think they could be sellers. So let's put them as 12 for now. They're, they're a franchise that's had enough success with a few bottom outs here and there. They are fielding calls. Um, let's see. Who do they have? They like, have the Guardians, the Brewers, and the Astros leading into leading into the trade deadline. I could fully, fully do it. Baltimore, I'm going to leave them out. They're trying to build something fun, and it is yeah. fun. So I, I just don't, I don't think you mess with that. Do they have anybody that's like, even like a an expiring a anyway? Pure kind of. I I mean I know Mancini was rumored. He might he's be the a only year one, and a half guy or got, rental. I don't know. He's got over five years. I don't know. You don't you don't mess with that. Uh, good vibes there right now. Tigers. I could have labeled them as half weird. I'm not going to because they're 20 games under 500. So they they stay in the pot. White Sox, Guardians, Twins. They're gonna all be involved. Not selling, so that's fine. Um, and like I said before, the Rangers, they're they are kind of in a tweener area, but I added them. So if you include the Red Sox, you got like 12 selling teams. 12 teams that like at least they're expiring dudes you can get for sure. And maybe they'll do some, some swapping around even if they're not in full fire sale mode. This deadline should be massive. We should have a lot of teams... A, there's a new CBA, which usually means there's a couple weird things in there, so we should have teams trying to take advantage of that. The year-and-a-half player has now become the sexy trade deadline thing. We'll see how many of those are flying around. There's going to be something out of left field nobody's talking about. That happens all the times in sports. It's what makes sports the best reality TV. And I think we might have the big fish in Soto. So it's it's lining up the next week or so uh where by the way we we've, we've got a couple fun cool things at John Boy Media that you guys will be seeing in a little bit it should be it should be a beautiful time i i don't how about this i don't think there's any way cuz we we talk uh, every trade deadline in sports gets uh, gets us kind of hot and bothered and then i'd say 3 out of 4 or let's say half to be nice about it Half the time you end up sitting there at the end of it and you're like, ah, okay. So there's there's a couple trades. A couple pieces got moved. A couple corner outfielders, a reliever, a couple fourth starters. That was the deadline. I don't think there's any way we possibly walk away saying that. Um, so I'm excited to go through the ride with you guys here. Talking baseball should be some of the most fun we've had at a baseball trade, line, trade deadline in a little bit. I mean, even even if you just do it this way, ups, last year, what was the biggest trade last year? Do you remember? Do you know? No, Scherzer, Trey Turner. Scherzer, Trey Turner. That's a big one. Biggest name, certainly. That's a big one. Um, I feel like people were a little scared with, I mean, A, that's a massive trade, but people were a little scared with the CBA coming up. Yeah, there are like, people at that least, like, can't commit years. At least like big contract-wise, if we're talking salary dumps and stuff, I think people were scared about that. The year before that, 2020, was the COVID year that we didn't, we were like, can't, will, can they trade Season guys? started three weeks ago. Are guys going to be able to like be in dugouts together? Uh, so we figured that out. Um, Braves made a bunch of small moves, ended up paying off big dividends. I, I've I've been on, I think sports are a copycat league that I thought for sure teams are going to try that. Why not bring on three guys, and if one and a half of them click, bing. Braves gave up nothing for those guys. Sandoval, Bryce Ball. So I think we're going to have an electric deadline. Excited to go through it here with you guys. Talking baseball, baseball today, everywhere where we talk baseball on this program. Hopefully, talking Yanks uh, should be a bit of a chaotic week. Shea Station probably gets fun, too. Shea Station could be a lot of fun. They're looking to make moves. Dan Vogelbach, 
big double yesterday. Mm, they're play. already having fun. He, uh, he's electric. <sighs> go, go watch the Vogelbach highlights last night and come <laughs> up with your own opinions. So I'm, I'm not going to say what I truly felt. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just wasn't a good look. It's just not. Um, love you, Vogie. Be a stud. Be the hero the city deserves. Uh, there's some Hall of Fame stuff this weekend. Poppy goes in. Pretty cool. My guy Rod up there having a blast, obviously. Hmm. It's all he knows. Uh, we'll see if there's more coming out of that. I mean, yesterday was like the actual induction, right? So I think yeah. that's it. It kind of like snuck up on everyone extra this year. It wasn't on my radar. I mean, obviously, no Yankee in it. Last year was Jeter, so it was, I was hyper aware of it. Felt too close to the All Star game. Like now that we have the draft with the All Star game, like should spread some stuff. Should be its own thing. Uh, should be its own thing. So there's no need for it to be July. Congrats to the Hall of Famers. Who do we got? David Ortiz, Jim Kitty Cott gets in. Minnie Minoso, Tony Oliva. Bud Fowler, Buck O'Neill. Um, good for them. Congrats. You're in the Hall of Fame. The other sports news that leaked out this morning, uh, Kevin Durant and Jalen Brown trade rumors. Uh, supposedly like Jalen Brown and one pick for Kevin Durant or something like that. I think that's what Shams came out with. Uh, BBD's guy Woj on it too. Nothing really to report there. I I guess the report is that the Celtics Brown, Derek White, and a pick. The was Celtics the, the offer. The value of Kevin Durant, his age and his <sighs> happiness has been debated a lot. The fact that the Celtics would be willing to go uh, with Jalen Brown, I, I think that's people didn't know if that would happen, and that seems to be on the table. Uh, We'll see if there's any more updates there. But if, if if a shoe actually drops there, it's massive news. But for now, it's yeah. still NBA rumor mill. And the we mentioned it when the Durant stuff first came out. Just the rules around NBA trades. It, Durant trades just very complicated. I would love a... You know what? They should trade him on the MLB trade deadline. And we'll just... Hmm. It'll be a 30 for 30. Make it a full competition. Trade day. Soto, Durant... And Otani, all traded on the same day. Bang. Just throw Donovan Mitchell in there. Throw Donovan Mitchell in there. Fun. Knicks. Just coming to the Knicks. BBD, let's wrap up the show. The last time we talked to you guys, Bakers, by the way, up to 648 subs. Thank you. Let's get to 65. That's pretty cool. Uh, the last time we talked to you, uh, the headline of the episode, the Yankees are in trouble. Whoa. How about that? It's been a minute. Um, ah, Alessandro Sanchi. Uh, I ask you guys, when I say bake the algorithm, it means come through. Leave a comment, leave a review, hit the like button, share. It all helps the YouTube algorithm that runs the world. Uh, this first comment brings a smile to my face because it reminds me of the All-Star Game and, uh, and what we talked about in this episode. Alessandro Sanchi said, got some good laughs growing through Trev's old Instagram post. I will recommend that again. Um, seeing a young hmm. Trevor Plouffe on the Twins just posting stuff on the gram. Pretty good page. Pretty electric. Um, let's see. Zach Crutchfield, as a Reds fan, that chaotic Reds-Yankees series was the peak of my watching experience in a long time. We, uh, I, I talk about it with balanced schedule. You know, the Reds don't play the Yankees a lot. So when they do, even though it's kind of a weird year, it's a lot of fun for those teams. Um, and that's not being Yankee-ish. Like, I, I hope the Reds in three years put together a powerhouse and we get to talk about the Yankees playing them. So uh, some of the perks of balanced schedule there. Nick Weiner. First time I've seen the show, excited. In fact, I ran out of weed but didn't want to disappoint, and all I had was cocaine, so I'm super amped for the show. Oh. Jake's my favorite man in media, <laughs> not because of anything he says. It's the mystery of whether or not he's good-looking. Just fascinating. Sometimes he looks like a chubby nerd. Sometimes he looks like a dime piece. Absolutely fascinating. It really is. 
Uh, I've been having some weird internal conversations with myself lately. My hair is starting to get to a bad place. I, I think it's starting to thin hard. I think I'm going to buy some Rogaine. Um, I wore a weird hat on Talking Yanks yesterday because I came from a pool. Whenever my hat, whenever my hair gets wet, it looks like a wet dog or like a wet mouse in the street. It's so gross. You can see the skin and the hair leaking out. Um, and I should. I can put on and lose five pounds easier than anyone on the planet. And I think that's a big factor for me. So there's days if I'm having a bad hair day and I'm plus five, it's bad. But there's days if I tighten it up, I'm down five and I'm having a good hair day. It's not, it's not a bad, it's not a bad package. So thank you for the comment, Nick Wiener. Tough to say, tough to say either way. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, appreciate you. You guys are the best as, uh, a couple more busy weeks, uh, crazy weeks that might be funky with our schedule, but excited I think at the beginning of summer, I think all of our numbers across John Boy Media go down a little bit as people get into summer. But it's right around this time things tick back up. So excited for Wake and Jake uh, to get rolling again. It, it already has. Same with Talking Yanks, Talking Baseball. It's an exciting Everyone's time excited. of year. Trade deadline, man. Uh, it makes sense. Really excited. So thank you guys for joining us. I will do a... Uh, for bro of the night, we finish up someone you should be talking about. Uh, I will go half cop out, not full cop out. I will go Tim Kirkjian, uh, who is going into the hall and all time short King and all time short King. Uh, and just a legend of baseball. Some of his quotes are phenomenal. Um, I should find the one I retweeted and, and do him the honor of that. Uh, because I believe... Tim Kirkjian's words, not mine. I'm not some great writer. I'm four feet tall, but my love for the sport is what's carried me through my entire career. Um, I retweeted that and said, put it on my tombstone. Uh, I think that quote goes on and Kirkjian says, like, I, <laughs> I have, <laughs> like, one of the worst voices in the world. <laughs> um, and, man, I, I'm going to start off and it's, it's going to be on a bad foot and say it's true. <laughs> um, I, I think Kirkjian Well I think he's a sexy man I don't know if everyone does uh, He is a short king he's, I've got him I've got him pretty easily uh, His voice is one of the funkier voices You've ever heard And uh, He comes from a time of sports reporting And ESPN That was a different world And you got hired not because of, you know, it became a TV thing where you kind of, if you wanted to be on, you had to be kind of dapper looking to start. And then if you're passionate and everything else, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of those people are, and it's not shots at them. I, there's been a couple times where I've laughed to myself, not talking to everyone. Tim Kirkchin, Buster only. Um, a little old school. Yet, man, if those guys were here right now or on Talking Baseball, they would hold, hold their own and the people would love them. Why? Because they're passionate about the game. They absolutely love it. And it's kind of what's fueled our company. It's what's fueled their whole career. Uh, Tim Kirkjian will be remembered forever in baseball history, and that's the way it should be. So congrats to one of the all-time short kings, Kirky. Beeps? Love him going... Somewhat traditional on our brother night, uh, keeping it on the field, and it's related to the to the whole trade deadline conversation. I'm going Jose Quintana. He mm. goes seven shut this weekend, four hits, four Ks, kind of a Jimmy special, no walks, mm. one hit by pitch. Funny, um, and the Pirates have started doing their trades. He yep. makes no money. He's one of the having a really nice year. Like he's he's guy who's be had a nice career as well. Nice career. Had a couple years where like did he fully live up to what we thought at one point? No, but that's not the point. He's a he's still a good pitcher having a resurgent year. One of the more valuable gonna be one of the more valuable rentals on the market and might have just put the put the stamp on this pirates portion of his season. 
really nicely. Probably should be his last start. If you're the Pirates. I don't know if there's even time for more than one more. If you're the Pirates, maybe don't even mess around. Like, you know, it, you got Jose Quintana where you wanted to. Like, like move that asset. Um, yeah, let's get him on a contender. Let's get him on a contender. Um, good one, babes. And there's good stuff all throughout John Boy Media. Uh, warehouse Games. This is the big one. Floorball tonight. BBD's got his jersey on. If you haven't seen the teaser video yet uh, on the main channel, it's incredible. The production and time that went into this. We could air these games on ESPN tomorrow and nobody would flinch. They uh, they are so well done. Poppy Gordo, myself, I'm in net. Uh, we have an electric team. BBD's on We Got Ice. They have an electric team. The Forgotten Rotten crew is insane. The Worm Burners team. Jam Office. The Broad Street Bullies, you might not be super familiar. We actually had uh, our guy Bowens uh, on here to talk hockey before the Stanley Cup. Um, they've got a team, the Hockey Collective guys. It's... It's an incredible tournament. So many good people, and the final product is insane. You have to watch it, along with everything else. So fun. Talking baseball coming up, pinstripe strong, and talking Yanks, hoping for some bigger news as they take down Angels. Chris Rose rotation. Who's there today? Do we know? Brawl's back. back. Back in the show. Chicago Cub. Steven Brawl. He may be auditioning for a week or two. I don't know. Whoa. And by the way, it's sneaking up. The Talking Giants boys are starting to do a lot. August up soon for them. August is training camp season, people. Uh, so exciting. Farm to fame. Shea Station. We're doing some fun with them as the Yankees play the Mets this week. So much content. Watch everything. Fake the algorithm. I love you guys. I mean, let's get it. That's kind of all there is at this point. Love. <laughs>